0: Welcome everyone to the Miss Art World podcast. I am so excited to be with you today. I am um, apologize that we uh, missed a week. I would have been very sick, but we have an exciting guest here with us. Uh, first we have Samuel Cooksey, our co-host. How are you doing?
1: Good. What is up everyone? Excited to be here. Excited to be back. That's it. That's all Great. I got. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> what my cat phrase was supposed to be.
0: I thought you were going to skip it. Um, so I'd be disappointed.
1: I, I, yeah, the fans would have been sad. The two people that have already said they didn't like me saying howdy.
0: <laughs> and then we have performance artist Ibuki with us. Ibuki, how do you say your last name? Kramochi. Kuramochi. Uh, mm-hmm. She is based in LA uh, from Japan. Um, if someone was going to look up your work, um, like your Instagram. I apologize. There's a baby uh, crying in the background. If someone was going to look up your work, where would they find you before we get into um, talking about your
2: art? Ooh, we got some plugs.
0: What's, uh, do you want to give us your Instagram handle so people could look you up?
2: Oh, yes. My Instagram handle is ibukiandabakuramochi.
0: Perfect. Um, so let's just get started with you telling us about yourself and your background.
2: Okay. Uh, I was born in Guma, Japan. I have loved drawing since I was a child. I grew up in a culture of anime that represents the 90s, such as Sailor Moon. So I wanted to be a manga artist. So I also remember the vividness of the moment when I went on a trip to Nara Prefecture with my family when I was 12 and witnessed the Silk Road painting by Japanese painter Iko Hirayama. It was an experience where the entire space was wrapped in paintings and the whole body was carried to the land of the Silk Road. I think that the excitement at the time is very connected to my current art activities. After that, I entered an art school in Tokyo. At that time, I was thinking to uh, become designer or illustrator as my future profession. However, I was very interested in the contemporary art department, so I went, uh I entered that department, I started making paintings. At the time, it was different from my current style, but I feel that the, the fundamental theme of art is deeply connected to my current one.
1: Is Sailor Moon your, your favorite uh, manga?
2: Uh, yeah, when I was a uh, child, definitely, yes. Yeah. Sailor Moon is, you know, the big, big like, idol. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it? Is not your still favorite one? um
2: yeah i like it so yeah i have so many uh, favorite anime stuff
1: because that's my i love anime so much that's oh a...
2: wonderful wonderful yeah so, i maybe my most uh, of my favorite is uh a ghost in the shell
1: oh that is a good one yeah my very... uncle um brought me over to his house and i was like 12 and he was like, mm-hmm come look at this anime (laughs) and that's what kind of got me into it (laughs)
2: wonderful
1: so how did you be uh how did you become an artist
2: uh i had the opportunity to perform at an art school festival and it was my first performance in my life i used my whole body to perform live painting however it was nothing like my current dance or performance but that experience experience gave birth to my current performance style. After graduation, I created the paintings and presented them mainly in Tokyo. Also, perhaps in connection with my experiences of the performance at the school festival, I started to collaborate with theater-like performing arts such as dance and praise. Looking back, I feel that the formation of performances that include my theatrical elements reflects a lot of my experience here. After that, I started learning Japanese butoh dance at the Ono Butoh Dance Studio, hoping to further develop my own live painting performance. Mr. Yoshito Ono, who I studied with, is the son of Mr. Kazuo Ono, the founder of Butoh, and I still remember that excitement when I first received the lessons. So Butoh dance is uh, philosophical and spiritual, and it is hard to describe it as one of the dance genres. The process was very similar to painting, and it was at the moment I was able to discover a new element of myself, I created performances that used my own painting and butoh dance. In 2014, uh, uh, I had my first solo exhibition in New York, and I became interested in making presentations overseas, other than Japan. After that, I had performance shows and solo exhibitions in Sydney, Taipei, and Paris. In 2019, I got an American artist visa and I'm um, in Los Angeles now.
1: How would you describe the, the dancing? Because you said the dancing was a lot like, um, uh, you know, spiritual, uh, mm-hmm. a lot like art. Like how, what makes that connection?
2: Mm. Uh, one time I forgot the ear, but I went to the... Um, the Francis Bacon's huge exhibition in Tokyo. Then uh, the Butoh dance was uh, like next to a uh, Bacon's painting. Um, yeah, like uh, there are like a uh, transfiguration of the body that was connection. So they are presenting that uh, the Butoh dance so I was really uh, impressed of that uh, I've never seen that types of dances in my life. So, yeah. Then after, so after that, um, I was uh, like, uh, my friend told me that, uh, um, like, uh, you should go to a butoh studio. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's uh, good for your performance. So. Yeah, my friend introduced me to uh, Owner dance Studio. So yeah, that was a uh, very uh, like uh, good connection.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: How very cool. long
0: did you take lessons for?
2: How long? Um, that was uh, about five years, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, five years of uh, dancing, mm-hmm. that's uh, really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you um how would you explain your artwork to someone one thing I have a problem with as a performance artist Mm -hmm. is a lot of people don't understand what performance is Mm -hmm. so in like basic terms how would you describe your work to Mm -hmm. someone
2: Physicality is the key point of my art scene. So, my work exists in various media such as video works, performances, and painting works. The body is owned by every human being, but it is different for each person. As anatomist Takeshi Yolo says, there is nothing more personal than your own body. So each body is born to and owned by each individual and is completely original. Also, I have few experiences of sleeping comfortably at night, and I often have nightmares which I remember well after waking up. Uh, most of the nightmares are like a strange, violent, and weird film. So I believe that these dream experiences have directly influenced my work, and that the visual experiences that I see every night are inevitably every, every, the essence of my work. Also, in my dream experiences, the id in Sigmund Freud is exposed. Uh, when I creating a video, I consciously discover my own id and output it. In the case of creating my paintings, I subconsciously discover my own id and output it. So that process feels like a swimming. So these subconscious and the conscious extracted id have a consistent physicality. I can say that my video work represents the output of its body sensation and my painting work represents the output of its brain sensation. I'm also inspired by things that involve sexuality such as masculine and feminine transformation, malleability and similarity. For example, the mind and the body more between the membranes or the body escapes from the body and the materializes
1: so um the id mm-hmm. um is it just to clarify on the id? it's an experience or what what exactly is wh- hmm, how do i even describe it because <laughs> um, i i heard you mm-hmm. but um is it more of an emotion or is it more of an idea the Id.
2: um it's more uh, yeah i can i think that is more uh, of idea okay mm.
1: which is, makes it why it's such a, like more of a swim because it's not something you just feel that you had to actually work through i got mm. you
0: how long have you had uh bad dreams for for your whole life or is it something that started later in life?
2: Maybe whole life, I think. I always, uh, yeah, not comfortable to uh, sleep in night. So, yeah. Hmm.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that about your work, that it had that kind of um, mm-hmm. element to it. Thank you. Do you see your um, artwork as kind of a healing process for the nightmares or just something that you use for inspiration
2: uh i don't think that is a healing yeah that comes from like a inspiration but deeply connecting my uh, creativity and the inspiration so
1: so then, tell us what your artwork's about. Uh,
2: my work exists in various media, such as videos, performances, and paintings. Basically, it is uh, produced with the consciousness of improvisation of the body performance. It can be said that the both video works and painting works are an extension of my performance work. So, I am very attracted to the improvisation of the body that is created through my performance. It is also interesting to see how the physicality of each type of performances are cut out and the time axis are different. The performance is very momentary as the time that is flowing now passes by in an instant. Video works and the paintings can cut out the moment and they can continue to fascinate the moment. Each media has attractive points. However, I feel that it is very valuable to engrave a uh, special and living art moment in my body.
1: So you, performance is your favorite type of art as of right now. Did you start doing, because you did dance and uh, you used to talk about manga a lot. What was, like, the first thing you did that was art or that you considered art? When you were um,
2: art? So the first one was painting. Okay. Yeah. So. Did you mm-hmm.
1: paint with, like, watercolors or was it uh, oils?
2: Uh, I was making only, uh, like, a pencil. Pencil, and I made a huge... Painting only pencil.
1: OK. Are
0: yeah. you still painting or are you just solely doing the video performance pieces?
2: I make paintings, too. Yeah, it's okay. um, yeah, I like uh, make paintings. So I think that the, the process of painting in the Butoh dance is very connecting. So yeah, definitely. If I don't have experience of painting, i don't go to a performance differently
1: are the paintings that are behind you they look very um uh, uh, did you do those
2: oh uh, yes this is my okay. painting yes
1: they look very cool so if you're not watching it and you're listening to it on on the phone um they're white pieces of, i guess giant white pieces of paper on like um what is the black coloring that you're using is it oil or uh,
2: this is um, acrylic, and oh, okay. sometimes I use uh, ink as well. Yeah, this is my uh, the body um, um, silks. So most of my paintings connecting like a body. So here is the uh, like a uh, these. Mm-hmm. This is body. Oh this yeah. Canvas. The, yeah, sumi ink. Yeah, I use different medias.
0: One thing I like um, that you mentioned when talking about your performance work is the mm-hmm. improv of
1: mm-hmm.
0: the dance, which mm-hmm. is something that I don't do at all with my performance. Oh, so I see. how does, when you're dancing, are you letting your body kind of tell you where to go and what to do? Uh, how how does that feel? I don't know how that feels. How does mm-hmm. that feel to just let your body Oh that's interesting
2: uh, question? So um yeah, like uh first um I still remember that the first class of Bhutto, the teacher said um right now you um you uh enter the the space so you uh, you just meet the space so um you can feel the um feeling of the space so like when I do performance um I can feel the the space the power of the space and the people like audience energy so it's connecting my body so yeah like um the first the body um moves also i'm thinking at the same time but um yeah that's a very uh like sometimes meditative and um yeah it's a very um special moment
0: are you um confident and like at peace or is there an element of fear when you're performing
2: definitely um I don't I've never had a fear when I do a performance. So yeah, it's kinda like a little thing like a shamanism, something like that. So more like yeah, confident I can feel the very like a spirituality or something. So yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What what would you say the difference between um art in Japan compared to art in L.A.? Uh,
2: yeah, right now I'm very uh, studying about the, what is the difference. So definitely it's a big difference.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yes, um, like a Japanese uh, society system and America's uh, Western system, society system is totally different because of so Japan is maternal society and uh, America, like uh, Western society, is pater- paternal society. So there are a big difference because uh, uh, we're educated uh, not assert our opinion in you know childhood, more like uh, um, groupism, but uh, America is more like individualism. So um, they are different deep connecting, uh, the art scene as well. So, um, yeah, like uh, when I was, uh, when I came here, I was really surprised that uh, Americans' art is very uh, strong and everybody's um, asserted own, you know, ideology, you know, the soul. So um yeah japan also has a lot of natural disasters um we are deeply connecting like uh, the Shintoism. so we are um appreciate and more like uh, pray for the nature like connecting the nature thing so if you look at the japanese artist uh, uh, creation definitely you can feel that those, uh, um, like, uh, synthetism thing. So, yeah, that's my uh, perspective of art. So, yeah, I'm still figuring out what is the difference.
0: What are the projects that you're working on currently?
2: Um, Calendry... Uh, I'm interested in the skin, and I will exhibit a video installation about skin and body at a group exhibition, a Sanctuary of the Aftermath at Angels Gate Cultural Center in San Pedro, California. The exhibition date is April, April 10th to June 12th. So you can also see the exhibition online, so please check it out. Uh, can oh, you have... oh. oh, go
0: Sorry. ahead,
1: Samuel. Okay. What fascinates you about the skin as of right now?
2: Uh, skin, I uh, read the book, uh, talks about skin, like uh, the skin is the, the third of the brain of the human body.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, the largest organ in the human body and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's um, I always find it's interesting because we, we're hitting a time where Especially in America, we have a lot more people getting mm. tattoos and things like that. And they're using it more like a canvas
2: mm-hmm. almost
1: to express oneself. Oh, I see. Um, because if you look back in the 50s, not hardly anyone got tattoos except mm-hmm. for people in prison or sailors, basically, you got those two. Oh, um, but now everyone's using it you know, as an expression of one's
0: self. Um, I was going to ask you about the, the shoebox response mm-hmm. um, exhibits that you've been doing. I've been seeing a lot of your videos mm-hmm. and um, I think it's, you've done it um, several times. Can you yes. ex- explain a little bit about that
2: mm-hmm. project? Uh yes. Uh the Shoebox call and response I joined twelve ta- twelve times. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's still hot. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm I was creating video a lot. That project was really amazing. It was like um like uh, online residency something. Always we pair the different artists. So new um new artists the cre- uh then create artworks then the other artists create artworks in 20 hours then we are like art composition we are doing for two weeks so after that we exhibited in the online gallery so that that experience is really beautiful so especially during the pandemic that helps me a lot So I've never tried to uh, create video works before the pandemic. So that, you know, Shoebox, current response uh, gave me the uh, opportunity to create this stuff. So I'm really grateful to Christine Shoemaker to give us such amazing opportunity.
0: So you've connected with 12 different artists then throughout this experience. (laughs) I think that's great. Mm -hmm. I I really... uh... All the videos. I have a favorite. Oh, and I don't know if this is actually a shoebox, but it's the one with the leaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one. The one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this
2: is not a shoebox. This is like uh, the art opening of. Uh, right now, I'm having an exhibition of the evolution of women, especially the March uh, with uh, women's, International Women's Month. Yeah, so this is. Not Shoebox, however, this created the, yeah, like on my uh, performance and the digital thing. So, yeah, thank you.
0: Can you talk a little bit about how you're creating your videos? Are you shooting mm-hmm. yourself and then putting it into a program and then manipulating it?
2: Yes, mm-hmm. I am uh, doing to- everything by myself um using sony Alex 100
0: i've really liked seeing how you've taken being in covid mm-hmm. and taken performance and put it into video and how your own style of video is coming out i've really enjoyed seeing that
2: mm-hmm. thank
0: you How has the COVID affected you?
2: Uh, Since the pandemic, what used to be the norm is no longer. So in today's world where the internet is everything and the people avoid physical contact, there are fewer opportunities to use the body to connect. So people's awareness of physicality has changed mainly through communication to personal computers and smartphones when our consciousness is uh, condensed into the online world uh, i feel like uh, we have forgotten our bodies so early in the pandemic i felt a sense of physical loss despair and fear so i started to create video artworks about my body more almost every day Um, and started muscle training as well So this is an escape process from oblivion of the body and makes me more aware of physicality than before. So what I feel while doing muscle training and creation is that any human creation is made up of muscle movements. I've never thought about physicality like this. So the pandemic has allowed me to shut down my everyday physicality and awaken to a new physicality
1: when you say um muscle training are oh. you you're lifting weights or oh yes are, weights no. okay you are lifting yeah.
2: weights
1: <laughs> i just wanted to make sure because uh some people do muscle training where they they stop and hold a pose for a
2: long time oh i see yeah i'm doing just a regular exercise
1: so so eventually you'll be super buff right and you'll go to uh uh shows where you just like Mm -hmm. flex
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's good for um, you know kind of like meditate meditation to me as Mm -hmm. well so also good for stress reducing i really like that muscle training also good for self-confidence yeah Mm -hmm.
1: no it 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 helps i i like muscle training a lot. I like going to the gym and lifting weights. Mm-hmm. It's been hard with COVID to go to the All gym and right. weights. And then uh, the only weight you can do is whatever you can buy online. And then you're stuck with whatever, like the 10 pounds that you have, mm-hmm. 15 pounds. So you can't like fluctuate, which is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's nice to have that at the gym.
2: Right.
1: So uh, do you have a favorite art of your own?
2: Uh, yes, my performance, uh, Metaphysical Body, exhibited in the group exhibition, Five Facets Humanity, curated by Kang Wen last year in 2020 at the uh, Fellows of Contemporary Art in LA. The theme of the exhibition the 6 answers to questions about the ideals of humanity and the humanity the humanitarian humanity in five aspects. So this performance represented the process of encountering five different humanities through the metaphysical body. So we gave physical consideration of the technology and the physicality that evolves with the wealth of the times and the past humans. I also really like my sister paintings, hudoscopy and haptic, which were made in two thousand twenty. Both works uh, were featured in the online exhibition "Hobson Choice" at the Tollens Museum of Art.
0: Um, what are some of the future projects that you're wor- or thinking about or working towards? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I would like to continue to create art that uh, integrates videos, installations, performances, and paintings. I'm also interested in sound design and the composition of noise music. I'm also interested in performances using AR, which is augmented reality and motion capture where digital and reality brand together. I want to uh, express the body by crossing over various things, such as dance, movement, theater, and performance art. In 2021, the world will recover. The digital world, which was developed in 2020, will be fused and further development will be achieved.
0: That's really exciting, the augmented reality. Um, Mm -hmm. We, for the city, we have a project or a call for entry that has to do with augmented reality and we've seen that in other cities so it's really that's something I think that will be um, a lot of artists will be utilizing in the future because it's
2: interesting technology yes definitely is
1: that where you like wear something and you could uh see it is it like goggles or like what is a mm-hmm. like what is ar
2: ar is uh you know like you can like combining the this uh the le- reality world the reality like a f- um space mm-hmm. you can put the digital things in that okay so, yeah
1: so you would have like a screen almost that mm-hmm. is part of the art or is it um is it the like 3D goggles that you put on or like uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: how, how do you say it?
0: it's you... not it's not creating a world okay that you wear with the 3D it's like pokemon it's go not 3D goggles oh yeah pokemon oh. Go. go yes yeah it's like, oh, it's
1: like pokemon go okay
0: creating art within the world around you mm-hmm.
1: oh that's cool right?
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. actually that's, that's really neat um in Cabo they had one of those exhibits that we went to go see and they had pieces of art but then you would hold up your like you'd literally just hold up your phone and then you could look at the art on your phone but then the art would move on your phone Mm -hmm. and it would just like a couple things so like you would you would see the guy playing the piano or it would be a piece of a guy playing the piano and if you held up your phone to it um with the qr code that was down at the bottom it would unlock what the painting was and then you look at the painting and then the guy would play and the music would come out of your phone it was neat it was uh so you're you're right it is exciting to see what you know ar would uh you know how it's going to change the art world almost
2: yes i'm very uh like uh, looking forward to being a part of that recovery and the development. So it's really cool. Like the technology. Recently, uh, I uh, had a lot of N NFT. So NFT is like uh, the digital, like uh, digital works we can sell. Um, I recently I heard a lot of this word in the art world. So Takashi Murakami made an NFT recently that was kind of news. So, yeah, I will check it out more, especially, you know, the performance is difficult to sell, you know, but as um, otherwise like uh, if we make score like uh, Fruxas, it's really difficult to sell. However, you know, if I can be like a digital form, then uh, we can sell it. That's uh, cool. I think. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So besides art, uh, kind of going on a, a little side tangent, um, what's what's something that you like doing uh, daily or that you get excitement from? Because obviously you're very passionate about art, but mm-hmm. is there something else that kind of maybe feeds art or just something you like doing?
2: Mm, so um, this century, I'm very interested in uh, master training more. Okay. Yes, yeah, so actually. Would <laughs> be
1: interested in.
2: Yeah, I've never de- did that um, when I was in Tokyo, or you know. So yeah, like uh, our cells changes every day. So like uh, the master training is like the, like a feed, you know, like a feed feed like a lays up. Somebody, so it's like how can I say. So drink protein like we gotta watch out carefully, mm-hmm. so that process is very interesting, so because we can't control um body you know if if i um um do a uh, weight hundred times next day i i got the, this muscle, you know we can calculate. it's you know it's really um we can't control we gotta do the every day. So that process is very um, interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So we talked about your Instagram. Do you have a website too that you want
2: people to be able to find you? Yes, Uh, you can see most of my works on my homepage. So just type in Ibuki Kuramochi on Google it so you can see it.
1: That, and that is spelled.
2: Yeah. I was just oh. Okay. That one. <laughs> okay. So I B U K I, K U L A M O C H I.
1: Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine someone going like, "I want to look it up," and then just trying to guess because I would never be able to spell it. <laughs> oh um, yes. I'm a Love horrible me. speller. I could barely spell my own name, so it's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How old were you when you decided that you wanted to be an artist?
2: How old? Um, um, maybe uh, 18. Okay. Um, before that, I was thinking to become a designer or illustrator. However, I'm very interested in, uh, you know, create art, so. Because mm-hmm.
1: you yeah. talked about being, you wanted to be a designer. What, what was that key thing that made you switch from trying to do like Mm. I guess you you can be you can technically be an artist with design but there's a big switch from right definitely going for like working for people and having them tell you Mm -hmm. what they want to doing what's you know how you feel and the expression of oneself Mm
2: -hmm. what
1: was there a, a switch or was there something that kind of pushed you that way
2: um that was um Like, uh, yeah, um, I mentioned that art school, like I saw the uh, contemporary art uh, department was Mm -hmm. really attractive to me. Everybody is express, you know, like different forms. Some, you know, people express the um, um, paintings or uh, film or the photography, you know, anything I can do in the contemporary art was... So that was very attractive. So,
0: well, great. Thank you so much for Thank you so much being on our podcast and sharing about your artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, I would encourage anyone who's listening to go and look at her work because she's you're dynamic. You're you're doing something um, that I love, which is performance, but in a completely different way. And I very much appreciate your work and and what you're doing so
2: thank you Kathleen. i really admire your work so i i remember that we are in the gallery a25 the second skin the performance night Mm -hmm. i was really impressed your performance so it's really um, a great honor to have to participate in your uh, podcast
0: Today. oh thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was um the time that I first uh discovered you or like first knew about your work was at mm-hmm. the gallery 825 mm-hmm. exhibit second skins and I was performing so I had missed your performance all right. but my mother mm-hmm. um, went and saw all the performances and she was like you need to talk to this girl like she it was beautiful it was dynamic it was powerful like my mom totally was into your work and was so impressed by oh my gosh thank you
1: (laughs) which was i there
0: it was the um icarus piece that i did with the lights and the hanging um metals on the wall
1: okay oh were you in the the room there's like a smaller room
2: yes I was oh smaller. I saw your
1: piece too that was actually it was really cool
2: oh thank you yeah like I used the music I think that piece was more like a theatrical uh, type uh, compared to the other artists performance art so that time I came here just came here so Mm-hmm. yeah that was first uh, performance in los angeles i think oh no oh, way so
0: exciting. yes
2: <laughs> yeah and you're performing
0: all over the place now so <laughs> it's great thank you well thank you so much have a great rest of your day <laughs> you guys too thank you so much for having me today thank you for and for <laughs> you might have to do the closing samuel can you do it? Okay. I
1: can do it. Um, thank you everyone so much for listening to, uh, Miss Art World podcast. Don't forget to, you know, hit that subscribe, tell your friends about it and, um, peace out. Was that a good one, Katie? That was great.
0: That
2: was great. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you guys. You. Bye. Bye. Bye.